Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. The volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing User promotions, America's number one sports book, very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast. That'd be me. That'd be the show you're listening to. Hopefully everyone is, uh, you know, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I do believe that Memorial Day is like basically 4th of July, 4th of July light. So I'd imagine many of you aren't doing much on this Friday, long weekends, having some pops on the lake, on the river, in your backyards, hanging with your family. Uh, and just attempting to enjoy life in uh, in these crazy times that we live in. But uh, wanted to get some podcasts out. What I'm going to do is this podcast, 
This is Friday, if you're listening to. And I, I think we usually do the mailbag over the weekend. But what I'm going to do is because I don't expect many of you to be podcasting over the weekend. Could be wrong, but I, I got a pretty good idea. I got, I got the metrics on the consumer. We're going to save it till Tuesday. So there'll be no podcast this weekend. There'll be nothing on Monday because that's Memorial Day. And then on Tuesday will be just the release of our normal football podcast. But it's just going to be a mailbag version, which I recorded before Memorial Day because I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> I'm going to get after it, uh, and I hope you are too. Uh, but, you know, you got to still get some content out there. We've got to pay the bills. Um, subscribe to the podcast. If you listen through Colin's feed, Middlecoff Mailbag, which, like I said, will be on Tuesday. It'll come out Tuesday morning. At uh, John Middlecoff is my Instagram. Pretty easy to fire up in those DMs. Uh, if you have any golf uh, questions, at Pod is where we put all the golf DMs. Uh, so yeah, you guys know the drill, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review if you could. And, uh, let's dive into something I saw actually yesterday. I'm recording this on Wednesday, but I went to 49er practice and the 49ers basically were missing every single pro bowler on their team. Nick Bosa was working out in Florida, Trent Williams working out wherever he works out. Kittle and Fred Warner, either dinged up, not around, uh, you know, George Kittle, I, I think I guess I mentioned George Kittle. Who else was I missing? Uh, Odebo Samuel, hold out. There's just a lot. All their star players were gone. And I talked to a couple of my buddies around the league. They're like, yeah, some of our star players are working out in Florida, working out in Texas, working out wherever they work out. And our coaches didn't make... It's voluntary. I mean, so there's legitimately not anything they can do. Right? Ultimately, if something is voluntary, for most of us, right, when you're working for someone... And someone says it's voluntary, but other people are at the office. You got to be pretty secure in your job to not show up. Like they're all the backup quarterbacks, they're all showing up for a reason. They they don't have the leeway. If you're Debo Samuel, if you're Trent Williams, if you're Lane Johnson, if you're whoever, you know uh, Travis Kelsey. And I don't even know if Travis Kelsey didn't show up, but I'm just players on that ilk. They can afford to take a voluntary minicamp. Just like if you're the number one sales guy at your company, yeah, you don't have to show up. But if you're a guy whose numbers aren't quite penciling, you better be there. Show some FaceTime. It's part of the deal. Now, with football, it's ultimately a team game. You need the reps. Iron sharpens iron. But I got no problem with non-quarterbacks not showing up. I I do think it's important for quarterbacks to get rapport with guys they're going to throw with, right, in the timing of their given offense. Now, I would make some exceptions for Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, right? I do not put Kyler Murray, who, to my knowledge is the one young quarterback, really the one guy like under 35, who's not at OTAs. Like, I'm sorry, I got you red flag, buddy. Uh, But I I did well before he held out because I could have seen him being a holdout guy. And now he's holding out or not showing up or whatever you want to consider it. It's not technically a holdout because, again, it's voluntary. But, like, voluntary, it always meant mandatory. Now it's kind of changed because of the CBA. A lot of credit to the owners. The owners do not, they don't give a shit about the offseason. You know why? They don't make any money. The only thing they care about is the fall because the TV and the games, that's where they print all their cash. It's where they all make their money. And they gave in. The players like, we want everything voluntary. You can't force us. They're like, cool, no problem. The coaches and GMs don't love it, but it is what it is. But ultimately, my point is, if you're someone on the bottom of the rung, whether you're in the NFL or whether you're in a company, The moment someone is missing and they need you to fill in for their job, like I'm at Niner practice, Debo Samuel is nowhere to be found because he wants a contract. Kyle's pretty confident. 
that they're going to get it worked out. So am I. Like he's going to, he's not going anywhere. So he'll eventually show back up. But when he's gone, Trey Lance, who's going to be the starting quarterback, the backup wide receivers, Juwan Jennings, who's their third guy, their rookie, they just drafted in the third round, Danny Gray, get to take all of his reps. And think about this anytime, especially when you're young at a company. I know this when I got to the Eagles, any opportunity they gave me, I, I took. Right, no, no different than I when I worked in radio. The more opportunities that just opened up because a guy was on vacation, a guy was gone, I would just take it, and that's where I learned to ultimately where I'm at now because of all the extra reps that I got. I was just there, and there's something to be said for just when I was at Fresno State. One of the main rules Coach Hill had: be there. That, that's it. Be there. Like show up when you're supposed to show up. And for a young guy, you have no choice. But it is a great opportunity to get in front of the coaches because once training camp starts, it's really about who's making the team and how do we get ready for week one. Well, this time, it's pretty lax. Like, it's there's a lot of bullshitting going on. You know, I, I just stood there and bullshitted with John Lynch for like 10 minutes just because it's not is cutthroat, right? It, it's much, the, the coaches are in good moods. It's a great opportunity for young players, rookies, second-year guys, guys that have been on the team for several years as backups to take these reps and just get in guys in the coaching staffs and the front office's good graces. And it those lead to more opportunities when the fall comes. It's why so many undrafted free agents make teams because they get put on the map in the spring. It's like, damn, we might have something here. Now you don't truly know whether it's an undrafted free agent or whether it's your second round pick, what he's going to look like when the pads come on. And, and then there, as once we get to training camp, I mean, there are several levers, levels of camp, right? There's just, you come in in shape, then do you know the playbook? And then are you ready to roll? And then when the pads come on, can you handle just your own team? And then once you get to the preseason games, there's all these different steps on the ladder that you have to take. But this it's late May. This is where we're at. And I just saw, and I know it's no different than at the other 31 teams, that it's an incredible opportunity, an incredible time for a young player to put himself on the map for a coach. Because, like, listen, I, most teams are going to be excited about their top three-round picks, right? Those were picks they valued. Those were guys typically they wanted, and they're excited. And sometimes you're like, oh, I'm interested to see what this six-rounder looks like. Then all of a sudden, if maybe your running back is injured, that guy gets to rep, maybe not with the ones, but with the twos. Then all of a sudden, your offensive coordinator, if your head coach is the play caller, goes, God, I kind of like this guy. And then you're more inclined to get an opportunity come the fall. And when I say the fall, I mean training camp. And training camp is really when you put yourself in the mix to get playing time. Because if you're excelling in training camp and you, you get to mix in in the preseason games, you're going to get to play early on in the season. Now then, it's a completely different level, obviously. But right now is when you build the base. And I, if I'm a young player, I, I, I'm doing everything humanly possible, taking every, to every rep I possibly can. And if the star players in my unit or in my group are gone, uh, I, I, I'm running through a wall to try to get playing time. Because football is not like these other sports. right? In baseball, for, for the most part, maybe the shittiest teams... Once you go to spring training, like, you know 22 of your 25-man roster going into the season. In the NBA, most teams have, like, one or two spots open. Maybe. I mean, the Warriors, now I know they've been one of the better teams in the league, have had, like, one swing spot open for half a decade. Now, some of the shittier teams may have two, but it's not that many spots. In football, think how many jobs are open. We talk right now about the job market. There are all these jobs open. They can't get anyone to take it. 
every single NFL team, you know, at minimum probably has 10 to 15 jobs up available. Like you, some of those jobs, they, you know, if you ask the coach, he'd say they have a starter, but that doesn't mean that guy is not replaceable once camp comes. Because once you start factoring in salaries, if a rookie goes, God, this guy's equally as good and he costs, you know, three quarters less. So it's it's a very unique sport that way that there are so many positions up for grabs. And hell, if you're just an undrafted free agent or a tryout player, if you do well in this time of year and just put yourself on the map with the coaching staff in the front office, that might just lead to a practice squad spot. And we know practice squad spots in the middle of season when guys get injured turn into you know, dressing on game day and turn into real checks. And then maybe you make some plays and then you get a contract. It's th- things happen fast in the NFL. The other thing that stood out to me is I, I saw all around the league guys are injured, right? Guys that ended the season, Tredavious White, Khalil Mack, you name it. Guys that got hurt during the season last year. And right now, once they get on the field at OTAs and the media is allowed out there, most of the coaches say he'll be ready for training camp. And most of us go, yeah, can't wait for training camp. And a large majority of those players will end up on PUP. It's just just usually how it plays out. Half of them will be ready for camp. The other half will get eased into camp. And I'm, I'm always fascinated right now, everything, because every coach besides like Belichick, we'll get to him here in a minute, is very happy right now. They're, they're in great moods because they're working like seven, eight hour days. They're playing golf. They're working four day work weeks. It's sunny outside. There's no pressure. You, they, they get to do what they really love, and that's teach football. So you got to take what a lot of guys say with a grain of salt when it comes to the guy's availability. I mean, one thing Belichick mentioned yesterday was, and he was asked this, and it was, it was funny. He's wearing a Celtics hat, you know, in the interview room. And they go, Bill, will you basically, will you announce the play caller? And he goes, what are we calling plays in May? And it was funny. And, you know, the way he said it was gruff and kind of angry and grumpy. But also, Bill, like, why are you so afraid to name your offensive play caller? Like, that that's insane. We can go to every single team in the league and name their offensive and defensive coordinator. Every single one. College football, too. This isn't some secret. You know, during the season, I understand when guys won't talk about injuries. Even though I, I do think it's stupid sometimes, I get it. Competitive advantages, competitive disadvantages. I understand why the media is not allowed at practice during the season. Because they would report scheme stuff. They wouldn't be able to help themselves. I do not understand why Belichick can't name his offensive coordinator. But I do. Because he doesn't really have one. And I, I'm telling you, I can't get over the fact, like, that's a major problem. Like, it, it just is. Now, I, it didn't bother me as much on the defensive side of the ball because he's the greatest defensive mind in the history of the league. But like Belt Bill, while he's impacted the offensive game plan for his entire career, is he going to end up having to be the offensive coordinator? I, I just can't get over that they're going into the offseason depending on Joe Judge or Matt Patricia ultimately becoming the, the play caller. Like, like that's just... That, that seems honestly like one of the craziest stories... In the history of the Patriots. For all the crazy shit that's come out. Deflategate. Spygate. You you name it. You know. Uh, Orchids of Asia. With old Robert. Th- this one. To me. Is one of the bigger head scratchers. Like. You told me Robert Kraft. 75 year old. Super rich guy. Is going to Orchids Asia. I'm not shocked. You tell me. Bill Belichick's. Taping signs. Not really shocked. You tell me. Tom Brady's doing something with the balls. Like. Clearly. That was pretty overrated. You're telling me Bill Belichick doesn't have an offensive coordinator in the middle of May or know for a fact who it is? 
I'm sorry, you could argue that's the craziest thing that's happened to the Patriots in a long, long time. That, that's insanity. The playoffs are heating up, and you can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no-sweat same-game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you do win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. New to FanDuel? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code Colin. Once again, that's promo code Colin. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you'll get up to $20 in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan, one 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467-369 New York Tennessee Redline 1-800-888-9789 Tennessee 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia Warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical black buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the black buffalo herd, Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most... 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The, The Steelers, who, let's face it, in all of sports have been one of the most consistent organizations uh, going now for my entire life, right? I mean, really, w- before I was born, they were the powerhouse in the 70s. I don't know much about them in the 80s. Obviously, in the 90s, they were really good. In the last 20 years, they've competed to win Super Bowls. And they are just a stalwart for consistency. They don't lose. Tomlin's never had a losing season. It feels like, obviously, they go through assistant coaches, but in terms of the GM, Colbert's been there a long time. You know, Before that, it was Cowher. Then they transitioned to Tomlin. The Roonies are just one of the staple owners in sports. Named the new general manager. And there were a lot of rumors who it could be, where they go outside the house. Not shocked at all to see them go internally. And honestly, if you're a good business, whether it's, you know, you're running like uh, an insurance company or whether you're running an NFL team, you should always be grooming people to take over spots. Like that should be part of the deal. So when I saw them interviewing all these people, I was like, I'd be a little surprised if they don't have an internal candidate because now we've heard about Omar Khan who got the job for a long, long time. He's been interviewing with outside jobs for as long as I can remember. But when I saw that he was in the mix for this job, I just assumed that he would end up getting the job, you know, because in theory, he would have such an advantage in his rapport with the coach And the most important relationship in an NFL building, by far, 
when it comes to management is your head coach and the general manager. So clearly they are, and I mean this in a positive way, in cahoots together. They are, you know, hand in hand. Their success is going to be tied at the hip. And then I've always heard, I don't know him, I've never met him, but he's more of a, you know, contract negotiator, analytic guy, even though he has intermingled and crossed over with the football, which I think has become much more commonplace over the last 10 plus years of the cap guy, the numbers guy, and the football front office being all at one. And that's how it should be. Uh, the cloak and dagger stuff, I mean, that works with New England. I, I don't know if that's the most successful way to run a business. And when you hire a guy like this, you do need a strong football person with them. And they go and they get Andy Weidel from the Eagles to be the assistant GM, who's a longtime Raven guy, who was Joe Douglas's right-hand guy when Joe Douglas got the job in Philadelphia, and who has worked for Howie now for several years since Joe left. So that's a good hire. Andy's from Pittsburgh. From what I've been told, he's a good football guy. The only thing that I wonder with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I and I do think that their reign of just consistently being in the playoffs might come to a screeching halt is the third most important guy. If the coach and the general manager are your most important relationship, the most important position, we all know what that is. You know, it's it's within a year or two, it's going to be the highest paid position in all of sports. I mean, Aaron Rodgers making $50 million a year. I mean, there's not a guy in the NBA making $50 million a year. There's not a guy in Major League Baseball making $50 million a year. And in several years, there's going to be some quarterbacks making $60, $70 million a year. It's going to be like what those guys make in European soccer. And I I just don't think they have one of those guys. Uh, I I don't see it with Kenny Pickett. I think they... I don't necessarily think they drafted the wrong guy because I wasn't into drafting any of the other guys. But I think they forced a need. And I I think sometimes when you do that, especially when you draft a guy in the first round, you're going to end up giving him... I mean, he's going to get four years like Mitch Trubisky, it was pretty clear probably within two and a half years, like Mitch ain't it. But the Bears had no choice. They wrote it out for all four years. And it cost them. And when you draft a guy in the first round, you write it out for all four years. That's where the big difference is like even just past pick 32, it's so much easier to pivot. Look at Drew Locke with the Denver Broncos. Like they tried it, didn't really work, and they pivoted off it. I'm I'm even talking before they traded him to the Broncos. Like last year, he couldn't even win the job. It just didn't matter. Because just that being a second round guy, that contract number, that cap hit, not having that fifth year option, you just look at it dramatically different. I think Daniel Jones, now he was drafted higher than pick 20. He was drafted sixth. But let's face it, he's gotten probably more time than he definitely would have got if he was a third round pick. And he would have ended up starting as a young player. So I, I, I do just wonder what they stand for, the consistency, uh, always grooming people, always just having high-level people around is really, really impressive. I'm not a Steeler fan by any means, and I respect the shit out of their brand, out of what they stand for. When you close your eyes and you think of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I've been to games where the Steelers play and they in California, and they sell out with Steeler fans. They're a lot like the Packers. Their brand is incredible, especially for it's not like they're one of the major cities in America. But I and I and I listen, I'm going to assume this guy knows what he's doing. Obviously, Tomlin knows what he's doing. But I do think the quarterback situation is eventually going to bite them in the ass. They had a pretty good thing going with the big fella for a long period of time. And we've seen the kinks in the armor the last several years when he's either been hurt 
or not played that well, they have been very, you know, uh, pedestrian, you know, in terms of a franchise. And I, it's just very, very hard to win. Because you look at the Ravens, same type thing. Ravens have had consistency. Harbaugh's been there forever. Ozzie was the GM for a long time, like Colbert. Obviously, he was the GM a little longer. And then they transitioned to an internal can, candidate in DaCosta. But the reason it works in Baltimore is not because they draft well. It's not because they got really good players. It's because they found fucking Lamar Jackson. If they hadn't found Lamar Jackson, all their roster, it would be irrelevant. They, they would be a 7-8 win team. But because you have Lamar Jackson, obviously when he's healthy, they're going to win double digits. They're going to go to the playoffs. Period, point blank, end of story. So if this guy is not Pro Bowl level, I, I do think it's very, very difficult to, to overcome average quarterback. I mean, if he's just the 17th best quarterback in the league, that, that's difficult. One thing, I, I after the 49ers practice, I went to just Kyle's press conference, like 15 minutes long. And he mentioned they, they've gone through, they've had several guys the last couple of years get head coaching jobs. And obviously, Robert Sala last year took LaFleur's brother. Well, this year, I would say one of the, uh, you know, the hits of the internet is Mike McDaniel. Because when Mike McDaniel talks, it doesn't sound like most football coaches. He's He's got a unique vibe, look, sound to him. He, he's just, he, he does not have many parallels in the, in the profession. And Kyle basically said, I miss him. You know, it's it's hard to replace a guy who's been my right-hand man and who's done a lot for me. And before Mike got the job, he was becoming kind of a legend around where I live just because it, when you talk to, you know, I, I remember talking to Kyle Juszczyk and Juszczyk swore by him. Debo loved him. This guy is brilliant. And Kyle, from a coach, whenever you're super dependent on a guy, that to me, that's always impressive because that guy's bringing value to you that you value as the play caller. So Mike McDaniels, Mike McDaniel is not McDaniels, it's Josh McDaniels. Mike McDaniel, what he meant to Kyle Shanahan, I mean, they've won four playoff games in the last three years, was a lot. But one thing that's fascinating is like now he gets to become the head coach. And I'm always, you know, coordinators who become head coaches, we've seen constantly, they fail. There is no guarantee just because you're the smartest guy in the room and just because you're the best schemer that you can be a good head coach. Think how much more pressure there is on someone. And McDaniel wasn't even the play caller. He was just like Kyle's right-hand assistant who helped him draw plays. He wasn't even calling the plays. So he technically didn't even run half the team, even though when Kyle was doing head coaching stuff, he did. But like we've seen Pat Shermer is a great example. We've seen him, remember with the Minnesota Vikings, how good he was. He got his second opportunity with New York and was completely over his head. Had no business being a head coach. Because being a head coach means so much more than just scheming up a guy open. You got to be relate to whatever side of the ball that you're not from. You got to be related to those guys. And they they have to feel like you have their back. And then when times get really tough, because let's face it, adversity is going to hit. Player gets a DUI, a player snaps his leg. You lose a game. Something weird happens with an owner. An assistant coach gets in trouble or gets sick. Who knows? I mean, we could, I can give you a million examples of things that happen that you have no clue you can't prepare for. Can you handle that? And I, I think, and I've always believed this, there's something to when a guy walks in a room, does he feel like a head coach? And in my experience, Pat Hill had it, and obviously Andy Reid had it. And, you know, people would say, well, Belichick didn't have it in the early 80s. 
But eventually he figured it out. And he's a guy probably closer to McDaniel in terms of he hangs his hat on his brain, right? Now, McDaniel is much more like modern day, quirky, wearing Yeezys. He feels younger, but he's going to have to hang his hat on his brain because he's not going to be walking the room and own it. He ain't Mike. Mike Vrabel walks in the room. You kind of stand at attention. When I used to go to Jim Harbaugh practices and Vic Fangio and those guys, you just kind of stand up. You just wanted to be on your P's and Q's. You wanted to be on your best behavior. Listen, I, I don't think he was the greatest head coach, but even Jack Del Rio, Jack Del Rio had a feel to him. And if you can scheme and you have the feel, you can win big in the league. If you can scheme and then eventually with winning, like Belichick, you gain that credibility, you can become a really good head coach. But you got to be able to excel at one immediately. And to me, McDaniel, is just, it's going to be a fascinating case in Miami. Because the one thing that's not going to go away is Tom Brady. Does Tom Brady want to play for them next year? And if McDaniel and those guys don't make the playoffs, he ain't going to play for that guy. And what if he tells Steven Ross, I'll come, and then they get Sean Payton? So th- there is, for a guy that just got a head coaching job, and it's a really big deal, he inherits a team that's won 19 games the last two years. Th- there's going to be pressure on him to be competitive, right? To basically, I would say this year, he's got a better team on paper than Belichick does, but there's obviously he's not a better coach than Bill, but can he just out-talent them? Can he out-scheme him a little bit? Can they win more games than the Patriots? You know, because one thing Brian Flores and most Miami coaches have always done is they they beat the Patriots, split with them. They, the Patriots have always always lost a random game to Miami. So to me, he wins six, seven games. Like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility he's a one and done. You know, Robert Sala's a guy who has a presence, who has a vibe to him. But last year, I watched his team. They, they couldn't stop a soul. And he's a defensive guy. So, you know, just, just because you have a presence doesn't mean you're going to be awesome. And just because you're a genius doesn't need, mean you're going to be awesome. It's what makes being a head coach so difficult. That's why when you think about it, even college and pro, there's a small list of guys that are actually good. Like it's not, it's, if it was an easy job, we'd have a lot more star coaches. You know, th- there's a reason Sean McVay stands out between the, you know, most guys, right? Because most guys can't coach. <laughs> most guys can't win. Most coordinators have no business being head coaches. It's hard. It's hard to lead. It's hard to have people depending on you. So it's something I work on. I, I got people that I work with now. I try to try to become a better communicator. You know, it's it's something that's been a work in progress with me. It, it doesn't come natural to everybody. And uh, I, I'm just fascinated to see Mike McDaniel, who everyone in the 49ers building would tell you he's one of the smartest guys to ever come through there. And we've had some of the best coaches in the history of the league come through there. And I, I just, it's to me, it's kind of got a boom or bust. Like they're either going to be make a wild card this year or it's just not going to work. And it might be somewhat out of his control. Maybe Tua sucks. But, you know, at one point in time, everyone thought tank for Tua. I never tried to believe that. I was like, you know, he's kind of small, average arm, plays a lot of talent. And I'm not trying to play like Monday morning quarterback. I mean, I've said I didn't like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. So it's not like I'm the, the Yoda here when it comes to quarterbacks. But... It's it, it's going to be a sneaky pressure packed team. I actually think the Jets and the Miami Dolphins have a lot. Of, like to me, the Jets you you can't win four or five games again. Like it's time to get to seven or eight. It's time to compete. Just going into December, like could we make a wild card? You don't have to make the playoffs, but you got to be like alive come um, a little before Christmas. You, you can't be dead at Halloween. You know, it's obviously same with Miami because those owners have unlimited cash and they're not just going to sit around. <laughs> Let's fly around the NFL a little bit. 
One thing as I'm recording this, Kaepernick is working out for the Raiders. Ultimately, my take is that I've said for a while, Mark Davis is under a lot of heat. I think they're coming for his team. You know, everyone thinks they're coming for Dan Snyder's team, which they are. But Dan Snyder has fought people off for decades now. He, he's Dan Snyder's a self-made, might be a scumbag, might be everyone hates him. But I, I think he's going to be harder to get out than the people on the internet assume. I don't believe that about Mark Davis. I, I think they're doing everything possible to get him out. And then John Gruden is going to court right now with the NFL. And John Gruden does not need money. John Gruden's worth $100 million easy. This is about principle. This is about thinking that he got royally screwed by the league when they were going after Dan Snyder, and he became the example. He, he's going after them to try to, like, as an ego thing. So there's a lot going on, and stuff might come out about the Raiders in that. There's a lot going on with the Raiders. This, to me, feels like you're trying to keep people off the scent because you can't convince me that the Patriot guys, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, would work this guy out. He hasn't played in the league in six-plus years. Uh, I, 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 To me, this feels 100% Mark Davis and, li- and like a PR stunt. Uh, Sam Darnold claimed he uh, can be a great quarterback. Feels strong. Uh, let's just try to become a solid quarterback. Let's just try to become a starting quarterback. But you got to have confidence. And sometimes it's hard to tell. Like if, if things haven't been going well in life, you could try to manipulate your brain and tell yourself like false things to try to pump yourself up. Or, you know, some people are crazy enough to truly believe it. I don't I don't know what Sam Darnold is, but clearly his confidence was shot. The Panthers were a disaster. I some people DM me like Middlecoff, you keep saying Sam Darnold's good. I've been watching him. He's terrible. I'm not even a Jets fan or Panther fan. He has not been good in the NFL. I, I am I have never said that what I've seen has been impressive. It has not. Now, maybe I'm holding on to the guy that I saw in college and the guy that I thought could become a solid NFL quarterback. I, I never thought he was going to be some superstar, but it clearly, I, I mean, I envisioned him being better than this. Uh, this is a huge, and I said it earlier this week, massive month for Sam Darnold. He has no competition around him. The only other guy's a rookie. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield are not on his team yet. So Ben McAdoo has no connection to the failures of last year. He gets to start over fresh. Ben McAdoo has a history as an offensive coordinator of being successful. Not as a head coach, but as an offensive coordinator. So I, I, I think he can resurrect just his, his career internally in that building. Now, whether that translates to good play in the fall, but I, I do think he has an opportunity to kind of solidify himself as the starter for the team. Uh, Terry McLaurin, like Debo Samuel, uh, absent for OTAs. I don't blame either of them. Under no circumstances, if I was either of those guys, am I taking a full-speed rep? Now, I, I, if you wanted to do a hold-in, show up, and not do anything, I don't think that would be crazy. If you don't want to show up at all, totally get that too. Have no problem with either guy not showing up. This is big boy business. This is this isn't. We're not playing for three hundred grand. Both these guys are making. You know, AJ Brown just got what fifty million guaranteed. $20 million, $25 million a year, 24 I can't even remember what his contract was, but it was big. Like that's When you're talking that type of money, I, I would never take another rep until I got pen to paper. So I, I don't think if I was representing either one of those guys, we are we, we might come to mandatory minicamp so we don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. But we, we aren't doing one, I repeat, one rep until we sign our contracts. And I, I do think it's incumbent 
or important for the franchises, the football team, the commanders, commandos, and the 49ers to get a same same deal with Seattle and DK to get a contract figured out. Got to get these guys under contract because they're too valuable players. They're too good of guys. You love, I mean, I, I've seen, I'm not a huge, I don't follow the football team that close, but I think I follow him on social media. Some of the clips that come out, like he's clearly a leader on that team. I obviously know Debo around here. People, He is beloved. He's like the heartbeat of the team. So I I sign good guys that are great players. That's They're no-brainers to me. I actually don't mind even slightly overpaying relative to the market because I, their market is not what the older guys just got. Tyreek Hill and Devontae have a much longer resume, but their market is A.J. Brown. And I, I wouldn't hesitate giving either one of those guys those contracts. And, uh, and yeah, and start rocking and rolling. Because once training camp starts, I got to have those guys. You know, I got Carson Wentz, Trey Lance, breaking in new quarterbacks, my star wide receivers. I need under contract and I need to rep it in practice. This is not one of the situations where it's an eight-year vet and he's been working with a quarterback for five straight years. Both these guys need to get on the same page as their quarterback if I, if I want to win. Uh, Matt Stafford, not throwing. Matt, the Rams got a good deal going. You know, they just trade their first-round picks for veteran guys. They don't make anyone do anything. It's like, oh, Matt Stafford, your, your shoulder's sore. Shit, man. Take spring. Go to Cabo. <laughs> you, do you even need to be here? Go to Hawaii. Go, go to Europe. You know, do whatever, man. We're just, we're good. We'll see you in camp. And then even in camp, you just, you won't play any preseason games. The Rams, as long as you win and they've been winning, they got a good thing going. A lot of chilling, a lot of relaxing. All the reps are going to undrafted free agents in these practices. McVay's running around screaming to people and the star players just get to chill. So now listen, they said his shoulder's a little sore. They played late in the season. He's an older player. I He's... To me, he's doing it right. Like, that's... He's still there. I, I mean, why wouldn't he want to be there? He's in L.A. And, you know, I mean, listen. I don't blame Rodgers for not showing up. Like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, multiple-time MVP. But I, I do think it's like... They just gave you $150 million. You make $50 million a year. There, there's got to be a give and take in a relationship. Like, if Colin's paying me $15 million to host a podcast, eventually, like, I can't just always do my own thing. If he's paying me 50 grand, I can push back. If he's paying me $7 million, like I can't just be like, Colin, I'm only going to do it on my time. Colin, I'm only going to do this. Like there are price points in this world where you, there's a give and take. You can't expect your employee making 90 grand to go above and beyond with everything. But if you're a small business and you're paying someone $700,000, fuck, your expectations are going to be pretty high. If I'm the pan, if I'm the Packers and I'm paying you fifty million dollars a year, the highest paid player in NFL history, you deserve it. But I'm still cutting you the check. You can show up for OTAs. It's just a couple days a week. Hell, we'll even give you the private. We'll fly you back to LA or wherever you want to go. It's like, come on, man. Like, it's, what what are we doing here? Um. Uh, okay. Let's let's end on that. Let's enjoy the Memorial Day. Have a great weekend. Um, get some sun, get some rays. Talk to everyone soon. See ya.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.